This is Deanna Gosha with episode 17 of the Sojourn Podcast. Today we're continuing our Traveling Together series talking about a generous mindset versus a scarcity mindset. We can feel alone and disconnected due to the busyness of our lives. At Sojourn, we believe women should not travel alone. We connect with one another through our stories, letting us know we're not alone in our feelings or our circumstances. Join me each week as I teach, tell stories, or sometimes interview other women to help us connect with one another and see God's presence in our midst. If you've ever felt alone or disconnected, this podcast is just for you. I sat at the kitchen table eating a turkey TV dinner from Swanson's. Turkey, dressing, gravy, potatoes, corn, and dessert. I don't remember the dessert. I would have hoped for a brownie, but I'm afraid it might have been cooked apples or cranberry compote. The house was dark, except the kitchen light above me. Our paneled den next to the kitchen didn't have much light streaming into it. My mom had asked if I wanted her to sit with me while I ate Thanksgiving dinner, but I waved her back to bed. Our whole family, well, except me, was sick with the stomach flu. It wasn't pretty. My dad and sister could barely get out of bed, and that's why I was sitting at her wooden kitchen table all by myself on Thanksgiving, eating a TV dinner. This was definitely not what I planned or expected. The day before, my mom pulled herself out of bed. She drove me up to the Piggly Wiggly. Really, it was close enough to walk to, but it was cold and I was 10, so she drove. I clutched the money she gave me and walked in feeling like the most grown-up person in the entire world. Finding the freezer section, I pulled out the Swanson TV dinner. I'd like to think she might have thrown in a candy bar and maybe, if I was really lucky, a pop, but I don't remember. I do remember going through the checkout lane and paying for the TV dinner, feeling like the most responsible kid on the planet. It reminds me of the scene from Home Alone when the kid goes grocery shopping. Now that I'm much older, I realize the checkout person probably looked at me with compassion and felt for me, realizing things weren't good at home if it had come to this. At least that's what I hope she saw. I hope she saw me and didn't just scan it through without a thought. For some reason, this is one of my favorite memories of my mom how she pulled herself out of bed to do the best she could to make sure I had some semblance of Thanksgiving. Driving to the Piggly Wiggly that day had to take a lot out of her, but she did it. She trusted me to get what I needed, and then she was willing to even sit with me while I ate, even if the food would have been so nauseating. In some ways, that TV dinner was one of the best Thanksgiving meals I've had. It spoke of resilience and hope. The story could have been different. It could have been peanut butter and jelly if my mother would have thought she didn't have enough in her to do this hard thing. 
if she would have had a scarcity mindset, if she would have just canceled Thanksgiving that year. But she didn't. Instead, she had a generous mindset. What can I do so Deanna at least has some turkey on this day? This year reminds me a bit of that one decades ago. Thanksgiving this year isn't like we thought it would be. Not what we expected. Certainly not what we planned. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. It's a day where we gather with those we love to be grateful and generous. A scarcity mentality is far, far away in our home as food is plentiful, the table set with creativity, football pools create fun competitions and board games abound all over the floor and kitchen table. And if you spend the night, you get a basket full of all the things. Through the years, we've traveled cross country to see relatives. We've stayed at home and invited friends to join us or gone over to friends' homes. Sometimes it's been just the Gosha Original Five. Lately, it's been a table full of our sons with their girlfriends and then fiancés and now their wives. This year, it's my husband and I. That's it. I have a choice. I could wish for all the things that aren't. I could adopt an attitude of scarcity that this isn't enough. I could rail out against COVID and our governor and whoever else happens to get in my way. Or I can believe it is enough. That love will be love whether it's gathered around our table or not. That meeting over Zoom or phone calls or carefully trading dishes in the parking lot are all things to be grateful for. That it won't be like this forever. And part of generosity is doing the hard things for others. So if this cold down Thanksgiving leads to lives saved, nurses having enough beds for their patients, then I'm all for it, even if it is painful. In Luke 8, there are three little sentences that we might skip over if we aren't careful. It tells us that there were women traveling with Jesus. Mary Magdalene, Susanna, Joanna, and others who were financing Jesus' ministry out of their own means. Imagine that. Women were the ones who paid for all the things. Generosity flowed out of them. And as they trudged along the dirt roads looking for places to sleep and to buy food, they did it without a scarcity mindset. They would have stayed home if that was the case. Instead, they believed there would be enough, that they were enough, that Jesus was enough. I doubt they thought this was how their life would go, but they had met Jesus and he had healed some of them and he had changed all their lives. And when that happens, we stop thinking of scarcity and instead open our hearts with generosity. So let's so this year, let's do the same. Let's have a generous spirit, whether we agree with how things are or not. Let's be grateful for what we have, whether we are one at the table or many. 
I'm thinking back to my 10-year-old self and thinking that if she could march into the Piggly Wiggly to get her Thanksgiving TV dinner and sit at the table alone eating this less than perfect meal and still remember it fondly decades later, maybe we can pull this off this year with generous and grateful hearts. Maybe we'll look back at this Thanksgiving, remember fondly of how things got upturned and we made something beautiful out of it. That our more intimate gatherings gave us an opportunity to have deeper conversations. That our being alone at the table might have directed our thoughts to Jesus and knowing that he would never leave us alone. Here are some questions to think about as we look towards Thanksgiving. Maybe you'd even like to talk about them around your table or over a Zoom meeting or a phone call this year. Name something that happened this year that you're grateful for. Who is someone in your life who has made your life better this year? What good has come out of something hard you've experienced this year? And finally, what are you looking forward to? Look around you for the ways that people are being generous and for ways you can be generous. Who needs a phone call, a card, maybe dropping off something special at a door or sending a surprise box through mail. Let's make the choice to approach Thanksgiving with a generous spirit and not a scarcity one. Also, I know that this Thanksgiving might be especially hard if you lost someone you love this year, or if you're alone and feeling especially lonely and vulnerable. I'm holding space right now for your pain. May the God of comfort be especially close to you this week. And please don't hesitate to pick up the phone and text or call someone and tell them how you are feeling. It's important. You are important. Thank you for turning, tuning into our podcast today. I'm so grateful for each one of you who listen in each week. Have a happy and generous Thanksgiving.